Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Well, always appreciate you guys being here. Um, Really good opportunity today to evaluate um, where our football team really is. Um, obviously, the first day we've actually played, you know, real football with the officials and the game clock and that whole deal. So I thought organizationally was really good. I thought tempo and management of personnel and the simple things was really good. Uh, we made some decisions to kind of evaluate the back half of our roster. Um, I think we found out a lot about our team today. Um, the guys who consistently in practice try to do what we ask them to do from a process standpoint, from a culture standpoint, from a fundamentals of technique, from a um, you know, effort and energy standpoint, those guys did some good things. Um, the guys who really don't understand why or how, um, those are the guys that showed up with some of the mistakes. Uh, the beauty of it is, um, you know, an error on film is a great opportunity for you to learn because you actually see it. It's different when the coach says, hey, if you do this or you don't do this, this is going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, coach, I got it. Um, then the same thing. If you do what you're being asked to do and you see it on film and it works out for you, hey, this technique, this fundamental, this discipline, uh, this works. Um, it's going to give me an opportunity to be successful. So I thought it was a really good day. Obviously, you know, no major injuries, which was really good. Uh, we probably win as about as many plays as we play in the game today. That was kind of the goal. The next two that we have will kind of be throttled down a little bit. Um, so I thought it was really good. Saw some good things from the quarterbacks. Um, saw some good things from the runners. Um, defensively, some guys made some plays on the ball. Um, got some turnovers. Um, so it was really good, really good. I feel good about where we are. Obviously, we're nowhere near ready, um, but we're in a good spot for the end of uh, the second week. Um, so feel good. Questions? Coach, uh, you know, just when you think about this time of year and uh, the chance to finally go go live, uh, these, these guys are amped up because this is this is true true today was true football. Yeah, and you can and you get a chance to see. You know, it's it's amazing. Some guys come out to practice every day and they're you know they're vocal and their energy and they're you know ready to practice. And then as soon as we say the word scrimmage, it's like someone said, you know, final exam and like the anxiety like jumps up on them. And it's good to see that because what you get a chance to do is you get a chance to coach those young men through how to prepare for a game, just like you prepare for practice. You can point that out. Hey, Tuesday, you came out here and you were doing cartwheels and you were fired up, you know, in the stretch line. Today, you were kind of like we said you had to take the SAT again. Like, you okay? Um, but just to let them know, hey, you got to have the same type of process that you get ready in practice that you do a game. Um, so that's a good thing. The other thing is you get a chance to see some of the guys who have that ability to sustain, you know, because in practice you get, you know, a rack of four, a rack of five, a rack of six plays, and you're off. You know, rack of four, rack of five, whatever it may be, and you're off. Well, in the game, you got to kind of play the down dis distance situation. You know, you may be first down, second down, third down. Offense may get a first down. Okay, you got to reset yourself. Um, it may be first down, second down, and offense may bust along when now you're in the red zone. So you got to flip your mind. So have that type of flow and adjustment and situational awareness. It was good to see from some of the guys. Of that when you're going into these scrimmage scenarios? 
Um, no, I, I've been in the NFL, so it's going to be very similar to the NFL because the rules makes it kind of like the NFL now. So we've estimated that you're going to lose probably somewhere between 15 to 20 plays a game. You know, by the time, you know, you take, you know, three or four each quarter, you know, or four or five each quarter, whatever it may be. Um, but it's not going to affect the way we kind of attack the, the plan. You know, it just makes us understand now that when we talk about tempo, we got to decide, are we trying to run tempo to get, you know, more plays run? Or are we trying to run tempo to get the best looks? For us, we're a more tempo to get the best looks team. We're not a tempo, hey, run as many plays as you can, and hopefully, you know, majority of them are good. Some teams are just rip as many plays as you can because ultimately the more plays you run, the more chances you have, um, you know, to be successful. Um, but for us, it's more of a tempo to kind of get the defense in positions where we want them to limit some of the stuff they can do because of the tempo we use. So it won't change much uh, for us, um, but it is a, a piece that, you know, we've thought about. You know, we figured maybe 15 plays, you know, maybe five, four or five plays a quarter is what we're thinking, which in the grand scheme of it, um, it shouldn't affect how we operate. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a tough spot because everybody still needs to improve. You know, Owen Porter needs to improve. Rasheen Ali needs to improve. Um, but what we've got to figure out is, okay, who are the next group of guys and what can they do before they actually go in the game? <laughs> you know, so we know, hey, if they go in the game, this is their limitation right now. We can come back next week and practice and say, hey, here's where you are right now, and this is where you got to move forward. Um, I think it's a fine balance. You know, I think with the way we do things, some of the things that we do on Saturdays, um, in a scrimmage situation, we've seen the older guys do, you know, tempo, making sure you're lined up right, making sure you get the communication, understanding that there's a play clock, those type of things. The things that we don't get to see from the back end guys is how do you manage first down, second down, third down, first down, second down, first down, how you manage red zone, how do you manage third and eight after a six-play drive. Um, sometimes you don't get to see that in a simulated situation. So that's why we use Saturdays as a good opportunity um, to kind of evaluate that. If you came on Tuesday, we would rep Owen Porter probably gets close to 80 snaps a day. You know what I mean? So we just try to balance it with what we're trying to simulate on the days. Um, so that way you get into the season, you know, who, who's going to play for you when, you know, things don't go right. You know, perfect example, Caitlin LeBourne took probably 70, 80 snaps this time last year because we weren't sure. Um, and we found out what he could do. And now we, you know, and obviously, knock on wood, he had to go in in the opportunity that he probably wasn't coming here thinking, hey, I'm going to be, you know, in this position. Um, but once we knew what he could do, it put us, made us a lot more comfortable knowing, you know, that he had to be the guy. So we try to find out, you know, what guys can do. At least we know their limitations. We know where we got to try to get them to by the end of camp. And we know where they are today. If something happens and they, you know, get a little bit better when they get in the game, we know, hey, you can only play this coverage with this guy because he doesn't understand whatever it may be. Um, so it kind of helps us get a little bit more information on each guy. Yeah, I think he's done a really good job. You know, um, he was in a totally different system, a totally different process. First day he got here, he was like, we never ran this many plays in practice. I was like, yeah, that, that's the only way to improve is repetition. But I think he's fitting great. You know, I think the beauty for him is he came, um, you know, in, in, the, in the winter. You know, so he was here with the guys. Um, 
the one thing I think all of these guys have done, all of the transfers, junior college and high school guys, they've come in and said, okay, I'm going to do the things the way you guys do them. Even though I have my own talent and I have my own skill set, I'm going to do everything you guys do because obviously it works. And I want to be great. And I see you guys have had some success. So I'm going to do everything you guys do. And what that's allowed our leaders to do is welcome them in and teach them this is what we do. Usually when you come in you say, well, you know, I'm coming from such and such school. You know, I'm this, I'm that. Guys immediately kind of do that to you. But every guy that we've brought in has come in and said, hey, what, what is the culture here? What is the way? What don't we do? What do we do? Um, I want to do exactly what you guys do, and I want to be, you know, I want to be in the mix. And what it's allowed our leaders to kind of bring them guys in and teach them the way. Once you kind of get brought in to the family, it's easier for you to kind of relieve that anxiety and kind of start to perform. And that's what McCrack's been able to do, you know, being that he got here in January. He did that over the winter periods. They saw the way he worked, you know, although it was, it was tough on him for the first couple of weeks. Um, but he kept grinding, and he earned the respect of those guys by doing things the way we do them, and now he's flowing really good. I think, um, you know, obviously he's going to continue to improve, but I think he'll have a really big year. Another new piece for you this, uh, this year is J.J. Roberts going from Wake Forest. It's a similar question to what he asked. What have you seen from J.J., and what has he meant so far to this defense? Yeah, I mean, J.J. one is probably one of the nicest kids I've ever met. I mean, the kid is – I mean, I yell and I say some words that aren't good, and I look at him and I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, he's, he's a phenomenal kid. Um, but what he's done is the same thing. You know, he's come in, again, his work ethic, his commitment. And then what happens, once you come in with the right mindset and attitude and you make a few plays, then automatically they bring you in. You know, but if you come in with a, a bad attitude or I'm from here or I'm this school or, you know, you look down on a guy or whatever it may be, it doesn't matter how many plays you make, you kind of get that. And we've been lucky we haven't had that. J.J., obviously, being from this area, he knows, you know, the lay of the land. You know, uh, we went to a – church service last week as a team and half the church knew JJ and everybody was like man you're a legend around here I was like well it's a small town but um but again I think when you have guys like that who come in with the right mindset and the right attitude it allows their talent to earn the respect um and that's what that's what he's done as well along that line then you know whenever you are trying to tell your guys that may not be from this area that things are done a certain way around here people this is this is their school here in Huntington you have a guy like J.J., does that make that message a lot easier for you as a coach since you do have a guy like J.J. that is familiar and comfortable with this area? Yeah, you know what's really interesting is because Huntington is so uh, it's communal, maybe is that the word, it, um, that, you know, J.J. will be walking down the street and, and four or five people walk up to him and, hey, J.J., you know, glad you're here, happy to see you. And then we'll have a kid, you know, from the West Coast that's walking down the street, and the same group of people will come over to him and say, hey, glad you're here. I know you're on the football team. So what happens is it kind of spreads, you know, and the field kind of spreads. It's not like they can really tell, you know, Owen's from here, JJ's from here, but I'm not. It, it's, it honestly, because it's such a communal um, town, like when those guys are out, they feel the love. They feel the passion. Um, that's why I tell guys, our fans make, make Huntington what it is. It's not, it's not me. It's not, you know, because we got a nice stadium. It, it's the people here um, that really make this place special. And, and the, fan, the families are here today. We got a family cookout um, after the scrimmage here. And they say the same thing when they come on recruiting visits. Like, they're like, yeah, coach, we just, you know, took a walk downtown after, you know, the, the, the visit. And 
the people here just, they welcomed us in. They knew we were here on a visit. They knew, you know, my son played at such and such high school. And even the people that didn't know us, they were so nice. And that makes a difference because, again, you got to feel welcomed and you got to feel wanted. And I think that helps with guys that are from here and guys that are not, that they get treated the same. You know, some places you go, if you're a hometown guy, everybody loves you. And if you're not, you kind of, you're in the family, but it's kind of like move over a little bit. You know, here, that's not it. And, and I, I commend the Huntington community for that. Um, because I can't, I can't make up for that. Like I can't tell a parent, oh well, that one person you met that wasn't really nice. It's only one, you know, not nice person. I, I can't do that. So, them being able, when I say them, the community being able to continue to just be themselves helps us more than more than you know. Um, and, and it's been a big, a huge help for us so far. One last question on JJ. Obviously, you came in in the spring. Where have you seen him make the biggest leap in his game from the spring until now? Um, he's probably a lot more vocal, and I, when I say a lot more vocal, it's, that's like that much, but it's a lot for him. Um, again, I think he's more comfortable. You know, I think he's more comfortable with um, who he is and who we are. I think he has kind of found his groove or his niche here on the team, not just in Huntington. Um, so he is more vocal now. He is communicating more. Um, he is, you know, challenging guys more. You know, in the spring he was a little bit like, you know, I'm just going to line up and do my job. Um, but he's become a little bit more of a leader. Um, he's become a little bit more communicative with the other DBs and other players. Um, I think he has the confidence in knowing what he's walking into. You know, sometimes coming back home is as dangerous as leaving home um, because when you leave, you don't really know has things changed or they the same. And I think him coming back home, I think he's now found that, hey, this place is, is, is me. Um, and I think that's helped him kind of take that step. Tight injury in my own spring, you talked about kind of their versatility as a group. Are you starting to see that continue to develop? Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with, with our tight end room so far. I mean, they have grinded their way. And, and trust me, we don't, I'm not saying we got Gronk and Kelsey in there. What I'm saying is you talk about being able to watch guys improve, and they've done that each day. Um, and they're really going to allow us to be multiple on offense now, which to me, kind of gets back to the, the, the flow that myself and Clinton are used to. Um, and it's going to allow us to, to take some pressure off some guys because we can be multiple, um, which to me, that helps everybody. It helps the quarterback play better, helps the running back, helps the wideouts. Um, but I'm really pleased with where we are in the tight end room. We got multiple guys in there. Um, it's still a battle going on. We're going to have to make some decisions real soon about you know what guys are in the you know travel group and all that once we get to that level. But um, they've got a really good battle going on right now. Good. Thanks, guys. Go herd.